hello and thank you so much for tuning in to the Remnant Radio Program. We call this the Daily Rundown with Pastor Todd and I am uh, very glad that you've tuned in today because there's a lot of things that we can discuss today and we're just trying to bring information, bring information, what I call an information war and there's nefarious plans of the deep state of the enemy because our battle is not of flesh and blood, right? It's of strongholds and principalities. And, and that's what we're actually ultimately battling against as Christians. So if you feel pressure in your life, if, you, if you're seeing um, added stress or division in your family, don't be dismayed about these things. The Bible talked about these things. And it said that these things would happen. And we're seeing an increase because the hour is late. That's why this is the remnant. What is a remnant? It's, it's, a, it's a group of people that are willing to stand, no matter what's going on, you know, that are willing to say, yes, Lord, I trust you. You're the king of my life. Yes, Lord. I know things are going crazy around the world. I can see that the hour is extremely late and people are turning against me. But, Lord, I'm going to stand fast. I'm going to stand firm on the foundation and the principles of what you've taught in your word, Lord God. And I know that I'm going to rule and reign with you in eternity in the streets of gold, Lord God. And that day is coming very, very soon. So thank you for tuning in. Listen, I love talking about the Lord. I could just talk about the Lord all day. He's done so many things in my life, so many things in my life. What we try to do on this show is break down what's going on in the world. And so we go through a couple of headlines. And so that's what I'm going to do today is I'm going to go through a couple of headlines, things that are happening. And a post that's gone absolutely viral is a post that we put up about defunding the police. And so I'm going to read this to you right now if you haven't heard it yet, and then we're going to discuss a little bit. So on August 19, 1966, students launched a fight for social justice. Does that sound familiar? To fight for the rights of the oppressed in China. The patriarch system in China had been uh, creating, you know, the 1%, just like what we have here. There's a 1%. And, you know, there they're saying, you know, it held down women, which it did, and minorities and the working class. So people were looking for some type of change. And the students, they cried out for a revolution. They wanted change. They launched the Cultural Revolution. Students put a red band around their arm to stand in solidarity with the oppressed and called for a change on old ideas that called out the four olds. That's what they called it, the four olds. And they were the old customs, they were the old culture, old habits and old ideas. The movement was supported by the Chinese media. Isn't that interesting? Mass demonstrations and looting by students ensued. Statues were torn down. Chinese architecture was destroyed. Classical literature and Chinese paintings were torn apart and burned. Temples were desecrated. The cemetery of Confucius was attacked. Interesting, right? Does this sound familiar to you? The corpse of the 76th generation Duke Yan Sheng was removed from its grave and hung naked from a tree. Wealthy homes were attacked and destroyed. Many families, long kept genealogy books were burned to ashes. Public leaders who were considered to be oppressive were tried by angry mobs of vigilantes. Three days later, on August 22, 1966, a central directive was issued to stop police intervention. The police were disbanded in the city, and the students formed a community solution called the Red Guard. The Red Guards policed the communities and punished anyone who did not agree with their ideas. Even people that supported the movement had uh, bad thoughts, then they would be punished. You know, even the people that were supporting the movement. Does this sound familiar to you? 
though many Christians supported the movement in the beginning, mm -hmm. they quickly became the number one target of the Red Guards, and public trials were held to condemn them to death. Ladies and gentlemen, many of those were on board with the cause of rebellion in the beginning, but later they saw that it was not really what they signed up for, but instead, at that point, it was too late. The power that the Red Guard wanted had already been given. More people died during the Cultural Revolution in China than any other war, famine, or natural disaster, natural disaster in history of man. I read that to you because I find a lot of eerie similarities that are happening here in our country. One of them, of course, is this move to defund the police. And let me just say this. I know a lot of people in law enforcement and their families, their spouses. Many people are reaching out to me, the, the officers themselves, and they're really hurting right now, ladies and gentlemen. The reason why they're hurting is because they've been targeted. Uh, some of them, I don't know if you know what this means, but they're being doxxed. What that means is that publicly, these groups like Antifa or you know, these Democrat operatives, these communist operative groups, they're putting their information out there, their addresses, so people go to their homes and, and cause them fear. And so while the police officers out in the community trying to protect you and I and create a, a situation of stability in our communities here in the United States, there's Democrat operatives that are coming to their house trying to scare them and their families terrorize them. This is happening in America, and this has happened before. I'm sounding an alarm. I spoke to someone today who used to live in the former Soviet Union. She is gravely concerned for our nation right now, ladies and gentlemen. She's a Christian. She's an evangelist. She's a, an integrous woman of faith and valor, and she's incredibly intelligent. And she said to me, Todd, I'm so concerned. She says, I'm seeing Christian leaders that are duped. I'm seeing Christians by the droves that are duped, people that think that our biggest problem right now in our country is racial inequality, when in reality what's happening is there's a communist group of people that are trying to overthrow our country. They're an insurgency. They're being funded. States like Iran and China, Russia, they're all allies, ladies and gentlemen, and they're pouring in you know, foreign support. There were Chinese weapons that were confiscated that were being given to Antifa and some of their Marxist allies. And we're seeing that not only is there foreign support, but there's an insurgency here at home. And this has been done before. This has been done before. All you got to do is look at the Arab Spring. Maybe you don't know what happened during the Arab Spring. A lot of people don't. And all I would do is I would encourage you to study the Arab Spring and see what happened in the Middle East to those countries. Uh, Egypt was greatly affected during the Arab Spring. Syria, uh, you know, just spiraled into a civil war scenario that a lot of it was induced by uh, CIA operatives like, you know, I, I'm not even going to say the CIA. It was, you know, Soros and guys like that, NGOs. And, 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 and I do believe there was some uh, letter agency involvement as well. But this was under the Obama administration and a lot of their corrupt leaders who have, thank God, been rooted out. Uh, like the seventh floor. But, you know, there, there are still some Obama holdovers in these letter agencies. But I don't want to depict the letter agencies as bad. 
um, you know, a lot of them are good people and patriots. Unfortunately, when you have an administration like Barack Obama that comes in and puts a lot of treasonous people in power because he himself is one of the most treasonous people that you could ever imagine that literally wanted to fundamentally chance, transform America and in many aspects and ways he did or he is well on our way you know, to doing it. We put up an article on rmntnews.com. And uh, that's a plug for our website that I highly encourage you to check out, www.rmntnews.com. And put in the search engine on there uh, the 16-year plan to destroy America. All you have to do is put the 16-year plan. It'll come up. And if you look at that article, it lays out Obama's strategy. And Hillary Clinton was going to finish off America as we knew it. And what they're trying to do is put in Joe Biden or whoever it is that they end up going with after Joe Biden, because I don't know if Joe Biden's going to be their final candidate, but whoever they put in, um, that they're going to finish out this 16-year plan to destroy America, which is already well underway. And what they've decided to do, ladies and gentlemen, they've just decided to go ahead with the plan anyway, because they have enough, enough operatives and clout and, and people that are holdovers in these letter agencies and people that are uh, communists that have been put into high positions during the Obama years. And these are the people that are coming out against the president. These are the people that are constantly the barrage, like the Vindman. Remember uh, Lieutenant Colonel Vindman? Remember that guy? You know, those are the guys I'm talking about. The generals that supposedly came out and spoke against the president. These are the people that were put in by Barack Hussein Obama, a Manchurian candidate. This man hated America. He wanted to change it, transform it. He looked at America as an imperialistic nation that has is, that is held down people for generations. When America is literally the balance in this world that keeps the world from turning red, communist. I'm not talking about red Republican. I'm talking about communist China because that's the other, the, other, um, the antithesis, if you will, or the, the opposite of democracy and freedom and our republic and our constitution and our rights and our freedoms and our liberties that we so have enjoyed that people that were patriots fought for, died for, and that many people today don't even understand because they don't study history. History tends to repeat itself, ladies and gentlemen. That's why you're seeing the exact same communist strategies being now used here in the United States. And once again, people are falling for it because my people die for lack of knowledge. And I spoke about it earlier, but there's Christians that are falling into this. Many, many Christians, not just, not just one Christian, many, many Christians that are falling into this deception. Somebody was telling me that there was a pastor in, I think it was LA area, white guy, probably in his 50s, maybe late 40s. He got up and told his congregation, but what do I know? I'm just a middle-aged white man. Ladies and gentlemen, a pastor is a shepherd. A shepherd should be leading their congregation spiritually. What do you mean, what do you know? If you don't know anything, then get out of the pulpit. What are you doing in the pulpit? You're supposed to be equipping and teaching the people of God, preparing them for the late hour that we're in right now. We need to raise up a remnant army for this late hour, ladies and gentlemen. Because the hour is extremely late. I don't get it. I'm not understanding it. Are you understanding? I'm not understanding it yet. I'm trying to understand why the people are deceived. I can only imagine in my mind, the only thing that I can possibly fathom is, is that they're spiritually deceived. They have blinders on. Pastors like this that are getting up and apologizing, putting their fists in the air and walking with a Marxist organization. There's nothing wrong. Listen, 
I understand that, you know, you want to stand with, uh, you know, oppressed people. And, you know, I understand uh, some of the things I, I, you know, I've been studying for many, many years, obviously, the, 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 the social justice warriors uh, talking points and their, uh, you know, their areas of concern. And I have nothing wrong with somebody peacefully protesting. In fact, I, I feel that there's a right as an American. It's the First Amendment right. You know, peacefully protest. But the minute it gets violent where they're burning down the, the businesses of the people that they're saying they're protesting for, African-American people, that's ridiculous to me. When they're assaulting, I saw a situation the other day where there's a viral video that went around where there was literally white people yelling at a black woman because she was conservative and, and they're supposed to be out there standing for Black Lives Matter and she's trying to share her opinion and share her situation and these intolerant liberals were literally assaulting her. Well, doesn't her life matter? It's, that's why we have to break down the ideology and see what they're actually standing for. And that's why I'm so glad that many people are waking up to the fact that the BLM organization itself is Marxist. And that's because the people that started it are openly Marxist. They admit it in their own interviews. This isn't a conspiracy. That's why I talk about it every day. We have no problem with peaceful protest. I thought what happened with George Floyd, if that really did happen, you know, and, 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 and sometimes it's hard to tell with all the false flags and things that are going on in the world. But if that really did happen, we were all in solidarity against it. I want to see justice for the man. But I don't want to see our cities burning down. And I don't want to see our police department defunded because that is just ignorance. That is just foolishness. Because when you get uh, no police and no law and order in your community, you can't call the police if your house is being attacked. Well, then you got, you know, one thing left, your weapons. And I'm going to tell you something, as a, as a homeowner, I can only imagine if I had to defend my house with a weapon because no police could come, and that was my only option to protect my family, what a scary situation to have to be put in in America. We shouldn't have to be put in that situation, but here we are, ladies and gentlemen, because there's, there's cities that are unfortunately under Democrat rule and have been for many, many years, and people are still sleeping for some reason and not understanding what the ramifications are for that leadership that's literally now communist because the left has gone into radicalism, far-left extremism, and now they have communists like Ocasio-Cortez and Ihan Omar and others that are the leaders of their party. Joe Biden making a, making a pact with with a... I mean, it's just unbelievable. It's just unbelievable with these guys. Joe Biden is, is like being uh, bullied by these two, Ihan Omar and Ocasio-Cortez and Bernie Sanders making a pact with him. It's, it's radicalized. I think President Trump came out with like 47 things that would happen if these people take you know, ownership or leadership of our country. But I still don't think people understand how scary this is. I still don't think people understand where we're at on the timeline. I still don't think people understand how dangerous that our country could be taken over by communists very, very soon if, if President Trump were to somehow lose. What does communism look like? Your rights are stripped away, ladies and gentlemen. They don't like the Constitution. They don't want, do you think you're going to have a Second Amendment right? Listen, if they're defunding the police department, you better believe they're coming after your weapons. They'll take away your weapons, but guess who will have weapons? Just like during the, uh, the time when, when alcohol was illegal. Who had the alcohol? Al Capone, right? The, the mafia, the drug lords, the, the, the people that were the, the, the kingpins at the time. They had the, wep they had the uh, well, they had weapons too, but they had the alcohol. 
So guess who would have the guns if the guns get taken away? Do you think the, the MS-13 and the cartels and all the gangs in the cities are just going to turn in their weapons? No. They're going to turn in their weapons. Who's going to turn their weapons? The patriots. The people that are literally like the, the, you know, the good old American household nuclear family people are just trying to protect their house. Cops are going to be coming and saying, hey, we know you have a, a legally we registered weapon. Uh, we're here to take that weapon away from you. Can you believe this nonsense that we're doing right now? Unbelievable, ladies and gentlemen. Unbelievable. But yet this is real. So they'll come after the weapons. They'll come after the constitutional rights to assemble. We're already seeing that happen in California where they told people they can't worship only a few weeks ago, singing songs and praises to the Lord. And now they're saying you can't even meet at all. We're going back to the draconian tyrant measure of shutting down churches again. For what reason? And people are saying, oh, yo, but you got to listen. Oh, put the mask on. Put the mask, by golly, put that mask on. What are you doing without a mask? <laughs> Don't be conformed to the things of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Don't bow to Baal. Don't go, you know, bow to, 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 the, to the idols of this world. People are so fearful. I understand you're afraid there's a virus. There is a virus. It's a real virus. But ladies and gentlemen, there's also an agenda. And so we need to have discernment as believers in Christ. We need to have discernment and wisdom how to navigate through this minefield right now. Because ultimately, who are the, I read that article, who's the real enemy here? Well, who do you think Satan doesn't like? Could it be Bible-believing Christians that are out there getting people saved and set free and healed and delivered? Could we maybe be the enemy? What do you think the real agenda is? Why is it that people are having such a hard time understanding this? Why is it that people can't see this for themselves? Why is it that people think it's a conspiracy when it's right before our eyes? What is it going to take? Is it going to take us being sent to concentration camps? Is it going to take them coming after your pastor? Because guess what? They already arrested some pastors during the coronavirus shutdown for having services. Back to a good friend of mine. My other friend in Los Angeles, the sheriffs came and said, we're going to shut your power if you have service. They were getting ready for a Wednesday evening fellowship. Listen, I've heard stories like this all over the country. Now, some people now, they're just saying, we're not going to listen anymore. We're, not gonna, we're just going to go into civil disobedience at this point. We're not going to obey these, these rules anymore. And I, I commend those people because you know what? There has to be a red line. There has to be a point where we say, yeah, enough is enough. You've tried to take away our rights. You, you know, <laughs> you're telling me all these conflicting things. Clearly, you don't know what you're talking about. We're watching the death rate. We're not seeing the death rate spiking along with coronavirus testing. We're finding that these tests, so many of them are not even accurate. All these people are testing positive. People that didn't even take a test are testing positive. Wake up, ladies and gentlemen. Do people really get COVID? Yes. Should you be building your immune system? Absolutely. Build your immune system. If you have a strong immune system, that's your best defense. There's 13 trillion viruses in the world. The best defense is to take vitamin C, vitamin B, vitamin A, zinc. 
all the ones that build your immune system. Elderberry. Come on. God gave us a system, an immune system that fights viruses. He did that because he knew what we would need. Every tool that we need is in our toolbox. He said he did not give us a spirit of fear, but a power and of love and of a sound mind. What happened to the church? We're the ones that are supposed to be laying hands on the sick. Have you seen anybody laying hands on the sick during the coronavirus? Where are the pastors that are laying hands on the sick during the coronavirus? I sure would like to know. I'm not here to attack the pastors. Trust me, I know how difficult it is to be a pastor these days. You're attacked, you're assaulted. People don't have any respect anymore. They disrespect you publicly. They don't have any honor for the position. I get it. Listen, I get it, ladies and gentlemen. But at the same time, if we're a pastor, that's an assignment of the Lord. He's saying, go out there and make disciples of the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them the ways of the word of God to boldly go, boldly go out. Like Paul, Paul said boldly, Paul went out boldly. How many times does the Bible say he did something boldly? Why was he doing it boldly? He was thrown into jail, prison for what he did. You see any similarities there? We need to stand for righteousness, ladies and gentlemen. The hour is extremely late. People are deceived, they're sleeping. They're not seeing the severity of the hour. Churches are trying to figure out if they should even open up at all. Did God not give you a calling? Did he not give you a mandate? What did he call you to do? Many are called, but few are chosen. What did he call you to do, saint of God? Did he call you to go out there and preach the gospel? To wake people up? To set people free of bondage? To teach them the truth of the word of God, no matter what people label it, if they label it hate or whatever they label it, think about this. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Father God. Help us, help us, help us, help us, help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Anoint us. Fill us with your spirit and your presence, Father God. Give us divine strategy and wisdom. Let there be an army of remnant believers that are willing to stand for righteousness and truth in this hour. Build up a remnant army, Lord God, that's bold and unafraid, that's willing to preach the full gospel of Jesus, unwavering, like a tree that's planted by the water, Father God. Anoint them. Give them your anointing, your blessing, Lord God, to go out that they would not be fearful or afraid, Lord God, but they would put on the full armor of God every single day, that they would be modern-day Pauls and Peters, Lord God, going out and spreading the good news. The people in the United States need to hear the truth. The people in the United States need an awakening. Where are you, remnant believers? Maybe you've been wavering in your belief. Maybe you've allowed this fear to take over your heart. It's okay. I'm not here to judge you today. That's not my job today. What I'm trying to do is just wake people up. We have, a, we have a job. We have a mission. We have the truth. And the Bible says the truth sets the captive free. So what are we going to do? Are we going to lay hands on the sick and get them healed in the name of Jesus? I don't care if you got to do it in your community center or on the, on the greenway or the lawn or wherever it is in the park. 
I know a lot of people that are doing stuff like this. Start meeting up in the park, just, just sing and worship, you know, until they shut you down. What are they going to do? Give you a ticket for singing worship? I don't see why not. Let's go out there. Let's go and make disciples. Let's get people saved. Let's have a new Jesus movement in the United States of America where we go around the system. We don't need the big buildings. We don't need the big mega churches. All we need is to just assemble. Because when we come together in the name of Jesus, the, the captive are set free. That's what we need to do is set the captive free. It's not a pill that's going to heal people, heal, heal people's mind. It never has been. Heal your depression or your pornography addiction or your your, uh, you know, anything that you got going on with your marriage or your family, the fear that you're dealing with, all these things can be healed in the name of Jesus. Jesus sets the captive free. Where are the pastors? I don't know. I'm just a middle-aged white man. Yeah, buddy, get out of the pulpit. Get out of the pulpit then. Because if you don't know, I got something to tell you. The word of God will tell you everything you need to know. You need to be preaching that boldly like Paul, especially right now. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to today's Remnant Report, the Daily Rundown with Pastor Todd. And uh, you can visit us at www.rmntnews.com, rmntnews.com. And we love you. Please let us know what you think of the program and get the word out there. Share, share, share. And if you feel led to support, we'd really appreciate it. Thank you, guys. God bless you. We'll be back tomorrow.